You're listening to Get the Skinny with your hosts, Brian Kilby and John DeLuna. Hey, everybody. It's your boyfriend, John DeLuna and Brian for the next episode. I think this is episode four of Get the Skinny. Uh, Brian, how are you doing? I'm pretty good. It's, uh, man, it's it's March already. It's kind of crazy. It is March already. Already, how is the um, how's the weather up where you guys are? So that's kind of been a problem for me. It's uh, I've been snowed in. Of course, I'm, I, you know we both live in the southern part of the U.S., but I live in what's traditionally thought of as the South. And if it snows, you know, like an inch here, we are uh, snowed in. So I was snowed in a couple of days last week, and um, yeah, when I, when I eat at home, it's not good for my diet. Uh, same here. Actually, we were. Uh we were iced in Monday and Tuesday, and then we were snowed in on Friday. So we lost like not only did we lose like three days of like regular work and, and all that stuff, which obviously throws you kind of out of your rhythm, like for your diet and exercise, especially if you have like kind of like a work day rhythm. Uh, mine is I go work out during my lunch hour um, because that's the only time, literally the only time during week week days, work days that I have time to do anything kind of elective is during my my quote-unquote lunch hour, wherever yeah. that falls. So three of those days got blown up last week. And, uh, yeah, like you, like eating at home uh, can be a challenge, especially like when you're just completely off your game. Oh, yeah. And, like, you know, I, we both have jobs where we can work from home. A lot of people don't have that luxury. So um, I guess, I mean, I, I'm assuming that in your, you know, super awesome, amazing executive role that you probably work from home all the time. Just guessing. Uh, actually, I, I guess in theory I could. A lot, of, a lot of the stuff that I do isn't dependent on being like any anywhere particular physically. But uh, no, I, I, uh, I guess because like I'm like at a kind of a management level uh, where I have to have like oversight over a bunch of stuff, it helps just to be face-to-face and kind of in the office. And it also is kind of good to just be like present. Yeah. You know? But like, you know, like when I work, at, for the most part, I'm usually at a desk. You know, in my cubicle, you know, at, at, at the office. And I can control what I have there at the cubicle. You know, I've got, I've got a couple snacks, nothing major. And uh, if I need to meet with somebody, usually I have to, like, I, I work on a huge campus. It's not unrealistic that I might have to walk a qu- half to three quarters of a mile to another meeting room. It's a pretty big campus. So, you know, I get a chance to get up and work, you know, move around. But, like, if I'm working from home, not meeting with the cat, so I'm pretty much sitting in a, in a at a desk for eight hours, ten hours, and I'm not walking anywhere. So at least at you know at the office, I get a chance to uh, to move around occasionally. But um, you know, at at home also, that's where all my food is. <laughs> so Indeed. it's a little harder to control that. So usually, uh, snow day is not good for my diet, and it wasn't this week. Are you a snacker when you're at home? Oh yeah, yeah. Like I'm not. I, I'm not. Well, I'm not a snacker at work. Uh, right. I, I, I have no problem controlling what I eat at the office. But oh my god! So uh, I just go to the the pantry and I just look for something. I'm like, oh, that looks good. I'll grab it. And yeah, uh, the same way. Chocolate usually. Um, yeah, with me, it's uh, well, it, uh, snacking. I, so I'm like a big fan of the sandwich and uh, having a loaf of bread, which is bad. So we'll talk about that. Like, I mean, we'll, we'll get into that at some point during. One of these shows. I'm a big fan of sandwich, big fan of bread, even though I do eat 100% whole wheat, uh, you know, whole grain bread. 
that's still high in calories. And oh, yeah. It's still, it still adds up if you throw an extra sandwich or two into the daily diet, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that's the thing. I mean, like normally you have a set number of calories that you generally need. It That varies a little depending on um, how much activity you get in. But a sandwich can easily throw off your calorie intake by, you know, 10, 20 percent easily. And that's that's just like just usually bread, cheese and meat. If, like if you like mayonnaise or crap like that, I mean, that just will completely throw you off. Yeah, there's no there's no like free ride when it comes to the sandwich, unfortunately. Uh, well, I guess unless you cut out the bread. So all this food talk is one. It's making me hungry. And two, it is a perfect segue into what we want to talk about a little bit this week. Which is um, how to kind of set goals and kind of pace yourself when it comes to losing weight. And Brian, I would think probably a big part of that is food. Oh, God. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what you eat, um, how often you eat. Uh, really, I'm a big believer in calories in, calories out. And um, I tend to overeat certain things. Uh, typically, if it's something I really like, I'll eat it. So, like, this month, what, one thing I'm actually doing – got a bet with a friend challenge more or less that you know that we can go a month without eating bread and uh i I don't really think of myself as a big bread guy but so much of the stuff that i eat consists of bread like at least two-thirds of the calories of breakfast every day is 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 in the form of bread either it's like a, a biscuit because here in the south we love our biscuits and that's really just a fat delivery mechanism but um, but yeah, uh, it, like so this month I, I'm trying to cut out bread. I would never recommend somebody actually do that as like uh, as like a strategy. And that's not I, I would never recommend that somebody just completely cut something out as a way to lose weight because that's not a lifestyle change. But but yeah, this month, though, uh, no bread. We'll see how that works. So that just started. Yeah, uh, literally today's today's first day. And so far I have. um yeah, I've kept to it. No bread. So the first 12 hours, A-OK. Yeah, so uh, on Twitter, I posted the picture of breakfast, which was oatmeal. And, like, I'm finding my – bread is so prevalent in in what we do and what we eat. Like, I, I'm asking myself constantly, does this count as bread? Is this bread? Is this bread? Like, you know, cookies, cookies, cookies are bread. Uh, you don't really think of that so much. I don't think of a cookie as bread, but I I can't really have Girl Scout cookies. So I've got those three boxes of Girl Scout cookies, and I've got, I've got two left. And uh, I really can't touch those for a month. I'm kind of bummed by that. Are they going to last a month? No, I, I'm certain. I'm certain. <laughs> I have no idea what the expiration date, the posted expiration date, and the actual expiration date oh, yeah, for, I'm, for Girl Scout cookies is. I, I'm certain that they, they probably are. Hey, um, so one thing I really – Quick, I wanted to mention uh, – I don't have it in the notes here to talk about, but um, – so I reviewed the Fitbit a couple weeks ago, and I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this. So I had a, an issue where on my left arm it started breaking out, and so I moved it over to the right, and after a week, it started breaking out too. So I sent a note to uh, Fitbit, and they told me to contact them if it, if it continued, so I'm assuming that um, I'm probably just going to end up returning it. So it's a fantastic fitness tracker, but it's uh, for me it's a skin irritant. Pretty well do you know, proven. Do you know why it's doing that? I don't. So back with the old Fitbit, the Fitbit Force, the thought was that the uh, nickel on the um, the the nickel uh, 
plate where the power cable couples together with the Fitbit, that that might be causing skin irritation. And I, I know they changed that, but I don't know what it is. It's just it's breaking out my arm and it's not really comfortable. Uh, in the interim between wearing the old Fitbit and this one, I had the Samsung uh, Gear Fit and I had no problems whatsoever. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, return it and uh, change fitness bands. If anybody out there has any recommendations as to what I should check out, you know, please let me know. I'm kind of leaning toward the uh, uh, Basis Peak or maybe the uh, uh, Moto 360, the smartwatch. It also has primarily what I want. I want something that has continuous heart rate monitoring, and uh, those both of those have it. But I, I'm doing going to do some research before I actually plunk down the coin. But, uh, but yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to get something else. And I, I wanted to mention that because, well, you know, I did give it a review. I gave it a positive review and, uh, I guess I really have to change that at least as far as I'm, you know, I'm concerned. I'm the only person I know of though. That's had that reaction. Kim's no problem. None whatsoever. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, that's disappointing too, uh, because I definitely want to get at some point onto the fitness band bandwagon, um, and I was going to say, uh, when you brought up the, the heart rate monitoring, <clears throat> I'm all about that too. I really want to keep tabs on that for me because personally, I don't know about you, Brian, but, uh, we're kind of pulling back the curtain on diets uh, this week. I am a big consumer of caffeine. Oh God. Oh my God. My God. I love caffeine. Share, share for the people out there a little bit about Brian's caffeine it's relationship. Like, I have a, I have an like an, an epically famous uh, addiction to caffeine. I, I love it so much. Like my favorite thing in the world is Jolt Energy Gum because gum is the best caffeine delivery mechanism that I've found so far. I, I want Caffeine, I, I don't like sleeping. Sleep is the enemy. <laughs> Sleep is the enemy of productivity, and I, I like being productive. People, <laughs> people think I'm insane. You're not insane. You're just you know what you like out of life, and it's it's caffeine. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I am a big fan of Mountain Dew, Diet Mountain Dew. Now I know Diet Mountain Dew is really trendy right now, so I like to say that I I liked it before it was cool. Before there was a Diet Mountain Dew ad on every like ten minutes on TV. Uh, it's an acquired taste. Obviously, Mountain Dew is kind of like this. Um, perverse version of orange drink i guess it's, it's like an orange flavor i would guess it's its own thing uh, i find diet mountain dew delicious it's my drink of choice unfortunately i'll go through three or four cans a day i feel that's not so great i feel like that's probably like not doing my heart any any favors but i do say i balance that out with a giant jug of water um so just real quick to kind of go back into the uh, the healthy side making sure that we're all like Better for listening to this podcast. One thing I would recommend is if you're at work that you get um, a jug that is the equivalent of your daily uh, water needs, you know, the eight glasses of water. So uh, people will tell you different things about whether or not that's like enough or too much water. But if you just get a jug, you can get one at Walmart for like three bucks. Yeah. Uh, just a jug that is your daily recommended dose of water. Fill that guy up all the way in the morning or maybe halfway in the morning and halfway at lunch and plow through it as you have time at work, uh, you're good to go. That gets, uh, that's an easy way to get your to get your water in. Just keep it really visual. And I, I want to mention this. Um, the whole eight glasses of water 
I mean, that's everybody knows that's not that's just a guideline that some bureaucrat came up with at some point in the past, and it may be too like you said, maybe too much. Probably is in most cases, unless somebody's like running all the time or working like in a tire factory or something. But you know what? It never hurts. If if eight glasses of water is really more than you need, drink it anyway. <laughs> I mean, it's not like water. It's not like eight glasses of water is going to kill anybody. Right. And if you're uh, if you're like me and throwing back three or four cans of Diet Mountain Dew every day, you should probably go a little high. On the water, on the high side. Oh, yeah. Just, I, I like totally work through a two liter of so, a diet soda a day. Every day. Yeah. See, well, 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 you know what we're saying, guys? We're saying that we're human. All right? You're not, ta- you're, you're not Jillian Michaels here. Uh, we're, oh, no. real pe- we're real people. But it's reason we're doing this, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you can still get – you'll still get real, real results. We'll get real results. Um, changing other things about us but not necessarily eliminating completely habits like that just because that's part of uh, life and that's part of enjoyment and, you know that's part of living so <clears throat> so we're not saying like you know just tomorrow go cold turkey and cut all the caffeine out of your diet we're not but you can uh, you can balance it out with the uh, water consumption and and obviously kind of watching your diet so hey Brian so kind of back to the um, the idea of how to kind of monitor and um, benchmark your weight loss uh, journey. Uh, what are some recommend recommendations that you have, and what are some of the things that have worked for you in the past on how you kind of like uh, handled that part of your fitness routine? So, I think first and foremost, we have to figure out how many calories a day that we need, and we've we've kind of talked through that and already. Really, what you need to do is come up with your meal plan. You you need to know you need you need to know. In a given day, I should be taking in X number of calories, and developing that meal plan to help supplement that. General rule of thumb is thirty five hundred calories equals a pound. So, pretty much what you need to do is start with how many pounds do I want to lose in a given, you know, amount of time. So normally I, I, I hit like a 30, 90 a day and a six month plan. So I try to target two pounds a week. So in 30 days, 30 days is about four weeks. So if you can lose eight pounds in that, great. Uh, you know, 30 times 3 is 90, so if I can hit 8 pounds in a month, I might be able to hit 24, but more realistically, it's 18 to 20. And that, and, and as you lose more weight, the number of weight that you lose in a week is typically going to drop because it becomes a higher percentage of your overall body weight. So pretty much, I just document, I, I get a spreadsheet, because I, I like spreadsheets, and I normally, I put down the week my my uh each week the um a date for the weigh-in day and i put i have a couple columns i have a column for what i expect and a column for what the actual is and i never put out the ex the expected i actually i do put out the expected for six months but i know that i'm always going to have to modify that actually i probably should put this template out on on our website that probably wouldn't be a bad idea that would be awesome, actually. I think that <clears throat> following along that 
makes total sense. That seems like something that I, I could easily kind of adhere to. That's not it's not complicated. It's pretty straightforward, and there's a there's a nice equation to it. And uh, I like it. I yeah. like it a lot. Yeah, you have to pretty much adjust. But the thing is, you always have to constantly adjust to it. Sure. Uh, like there are people that I know that they are completely crazy. And, and I've been this person. That's the reason I'm saying this. I'm, when I, if I say I have a friend, usually that friend is me. That um, might want to lose, I don't know, 20 pounds in a week. Not saying I've ever done that. I did that once. Um, but uh, you got to tell that tale someday I for gotta, another show. I got to tell that tale another day. But basically, no. Long and short of it is, is come up with some realistic goals that you can comfort, uh, comfortably is not a right word that you can realistically hit. Don't say in six months, you're going to lose 200 pounds. Can you do it? Oh yeah, absolutely. I, 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 I've done it, but did I gain that weight back? Yes. It needs to, what you need to do is you need to balance out the amount of weight that you think you can lose the lifestyle slash food plan that can help take you there. And I would not diet. Don't take in the amount of calories that you want to lose for – that you want to eat for six months and then up it later on unless you are planning on burning more calories through you know, physical conditioning, etc. If you're just dieting for losing weight, come up with a realistic amount of calories that you're going to eat. So say you're, say you're obese and you have a target calorie – range of about 3,000 calories a day. Anything less than that is weight loss. Target 2,000 calories a day. Eventually, you're going to get to your ideal body weight. If if your ideal, if at your ideal body weight, it's 2,000 calories a day. Target 2,000, don't go under. You can eat 2,000 calories a day. Might take you two years, might take you three years, but might take you four years, but you'll eventually get to your target weight. And that, that's awesome. Yeah. I like it. I, I especially like that because that's very like uh, – that's reasonable. I think some people like freak out um, when they start like changing their diet. They want to go like – it's like corrective steering. They go too far. Uh, that's, that's what I always do. So I'm trying to be better about that right now. Good man, Brian. Good man. So uh, maybe the next week or so you can like share that uh, – that, uh, share a template for us. Yeah, I'll work. I'll work that up. The the one I have right now is kind of clunky. I, I I'll I'll come up with something better and share that out. I'll probably share it out as a Google Doc so that people aren't afraid of viruses or whatever. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, I'll work that out and share that out. Awesome, awesome. I'm looking forward to that. Um, hey everybody, thank you so much for listening to the uh, the latest episode of Get the Skinny. Um, as always, follow us on GTS Podcasts on Twitter. And um, if you have any questions or if you want to, you know, check out some of our sister shows, you can see our contact information and all the other shows at tfradio.net. Um, it is a wide, vast network of shows, of course, centered around RFC, as you may or may not know, which is, uh, I, I would think, the finest Transformers talk every week in all the land. In all the universe, universe, yes. Yes. The multiverse. The Xenoverse. Um, until next time, I'm John. I'm Brian. And uh, we will see you around. Uh, keep keep at it, guys. Uh, every day is progress. Every week is super progress. And uh, before you know it, you'll be a different person. This has been Get the Skinny. 